I'm Rich Johnson from Spinach Consultancy. This is a very short podcast about podcasting for businesses. Just to give you a bit of background, I've been running my own consultancy firm for nearly nine years now. I work with a range of different types of businesses from um, startups to owner-managed companies to larger, medium-sized businesses. The types of people I work with on a daily basis range from sales directors, marketing directors, managing directors, um, business owners themselves, basically anyone that uh, has a role uh, where their remit is to grow the business or you know, attract new business or new customers and I kind of sit alongside them and, and, and help fill the gaps. I, I look at technology, I look at communication, sales, and uh, just try and lend some of my experience. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about podcasting, and you know, I'm sure the fact that you're listening to this, you know what a podcast is. For those of you that perhaps don't know and you've just stumbled across this or I've sent you a link directly, podcasting is a way of recording audio content and sharing it on the internet. Uh, much like a blog is written, a podcast is an audio format, as you can hear. Podcasts are incredibly popular these days. Uh, it's a great medium because people can listen to it on the go, whether they're you know traveling to and from work or going for a run or at the desk with their headphones on. You know, um, you can pause it, you can share them, you know, you can rewind, you can do all kinds of stuff. So they're quite versatile. Like anything, creating a podcast is an act of creating. So you know, you, you have to there's a bunch of steps you have to go through to produce something of value and and also of quality. So what I want to talk about today is how podcasting can help businesses um, and essentially how you can go from nothing to having a finished you know one recorded episode and, and how to share it online. Um, I'm not going to go into too much technical detail but I'll try and cover every aspect of the process uh, and I'm going to try to keep this to you know under 15-20 minutes max. Afterwards I might do a follow-up and go into a bit more detail about certain areas. So to start with why is um, podcasting important? Why should you be considering doing it? Well if you run a business where you need to attract customers um, or clients or you need to sell products uh, you know, you, you probably rely on the internet in some form. Um, most businesses out there do. Traditionally, the, the way to um, attract new customers or new visits to your website would be the through paid advertising, which obviously paid advertising takes quite a lot of work. You have to have a good budget. Uh, you have to have good people in place to tailor your advertising uh, and get it right. And also, you know, if, if you stop your advertising or pause your advertising then obviously you have no um, you know you're not having any new customers coming into your website so yeah it's not consistent in that sense the other methods of, of attracting new customers and new visitors to your website is um, organic kind of SEO so uh, optimizing your website content so when people search for something they find your product or your service and then they come to your site and then hopefully you convert them into either a client or a customer or a contact, you know, they contact you. Podcasting is, for me, uh, the next kind of evolution to search engine op optimization. 
Uh, it's, it's a form of content creation. Most people, when they look at SEO, you know, there's, there's all the technical stuff that you do on the site, but most SEO revolves around content. So creating text-based content, and that might be pages of content, you know, so improving your product pages and service pages and things like that. Generally, people lean towards um, creating blogs. Now, if you're an existing business, you probably have a blog already. Um, and if you do, you know how much time it requires to get it right. Maybe you're blogging and not actually getting much return from it. Maybe you feel like it's a slog and you're just, you know, you're writing content as and when you can. You don't have the capacity. You're not getting the return that you'd expect. And, and that kind of puts you off and you don't want to, you don't really want to do more of it. Now, where podcasting comes into it is, yes, it takes the same, if not more, effort to um, produce a podcast. But once you've got that content, A, you've got great audio content, which is easier to digest and listen to from your client or customer's perspective. But you also end up with the text content, which I will explain how in a moment. So you're effectively getting your blog content and your audio content at the same time. So for me, it's almost a no-brainer to start doing podcasts. There's a bunch of barriers to creating a podcast. Um, the first one is is the fear of doing it. You know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, maybe I don't sound good on a recording. Um, you know, I don't like the sound of my own voice, or I just don't. Um, I'm not brave enough to put myself out there and and let people hear what I'm saying. And I completely understand that. And the, the way I would approach that is thinking, well, you know, if someone phoned you, a customer or a potential client phoned you now, you know, would you be embarrassed to talk to them on the phone or, or have a meeting with them? No, you wouldn't. You know, it's uh, it's no different. And you can't really go through life worrying about what other people think. You know, some people might think it, it's rubbish. Some people might think it's amazing. You know, who cares at the end of the day? It, if it's serving a purpose and it's working for you, then you should go ahead and do it. Um, so I fully encourage everyone to, to at least give it a try. And, and like anything, you can try it on a small scale and test it, you know, send it to some colleagues, to some friends, you know, some sort of trusted advisors you might have and, and get their feedback and, and see what you can tweak. So that's one barrier. The other barrier would be the technology and, and the learning curve to what you need to um, know in order to, you know, start a podcast, record it, edit it, publish it. But all of these things are quite straightforward. I mean, you know, going back... 10 years blogging might might have seemed quite difficult to do at the time and nowadays it, it's it's really simple um well it's, i say really simple it, it does take effort and time and, and you know being being more focused on your the actual ideas and the content that you're creating and then how to promote it properly is is i suppose a little bit harder so yeah we've, we've got the your kind of personal barriers about podcasting you've then got the technical barrier um which i'll go through how we get around those um, and then and then I guess this is the time issue you know time time is you know the most precious resource and most people in business I know don't have enough time in the day anyway so I'm gonna try to give you some tips on how you can do this quickly and effectively so for example this particular podcast I wouldn't say this is professionally produced by any way um, and it's done pretty much on the fly I literally had the idea this morning it's 11.30 when I pressed uh, record or actually it was 11.30 when I started writing some notes about it uh, I'm recording it I'll edit it today and I'll get it published this is just to show you how quick it can be you can go into a lot more detail and 
improve things and tweak it as you go. But just like anything, just like blogging, um, you know, it's a learning process. So the more you do, the better it will sound and the easier it will become. So first of all, we'll talk about the process of, of, of pulling together the ideas of a podcast. So let's say you're a professional services firm. Um, you might uh, do business development uh, consulting or you, know, you sell the service to attract new clients to someone. First of all, you need to start thinking about what would my ideal listener want to hear. So, you know, you, you should already have a kind of profile uh, designed about your ideal customers and your ideal clients, who they are, where they're based, you know, what kind of age range they are, you know, uh, all of those kind of details you should have already. So using that to profile your listeners is really important. And then thinking about, okay, what, what can I talk about that is going to resonate with those people and what will make them think okay this sounds like a professional company they've got good services good experience you know maybe I should get in touch with them or they might not just listen to one podcast they might listen to several and then um, they might share them which is good that's also the benefit of the podcast but they might get in touch so thinking about who these who these people are is really important make some notes about that you obviously want to make some notes about uh, what you're going to talk about in terms of the value so what do you provide to your clients um, stories are quite a good example of get getting messages and information across so if, you know if you've got some you know, kind of like case studies and testimonials that you've done for uh, previous clients talking about those and explaining kind of real world issues I think is really key um, you know and try and solve a few of the problems obviously you know with this example you're, you're a business development company um, you, you can't tell them how to get sales straight away. You can give them some, some concepts and some ideas um, and, and just try to help them in some form. I can't say all of the advice that I would give to my clients in, in one podcast. You know, it, it just doesn't work like that. So I just try and pick on one thing like this one. I'm talking about podcasting. I'm trying to help people understand what podcasting is, how you can do it, um, and, and try to make it a bit more easier for people. So once you've got your kind of notes about who you're trying to target, what you can talk about and add value with, then you can start to see the, the, the format of what you can talk about. Now, the best advice is not to script your podcast because if you're just reading, it will sound like you're reading a script and it will sound dry, dull and boring. Um, for example, right now I've got... Uh, seven lines of text on a page um, which is literally just kind of headline terms of things that I want to talk about I've already got through all of those points and now I'm basically freestyling through the rest of it because I in my head I know what I'm going to talk about now obviously this isn't the best way to do it and by, by no means is, is this uh, the most professional way to do it but this is an example of how you can produce something reasonably good uh, in a short space of time so you've got all of those points together you then need to think about and, and get your um, technology and hardware together. So in the simplest form, uh, you, if it's just you, one person recording a podcast, you can actually do it with an iPhone or an Android phone, a smartphone, um, with uh, these the kind of earbuds with the inline microphone. You know, you can get reasonable quality from those. It is not going to sound like a studio-produced podcast. If you listen to it in any good podcast or radio shows, you know, these have got 
thousands of pounds, thousands of dollars worth of equipment and yeah. professional shows. Um, you're never going to get that anywhere near it with inline headphones. But you can do something that sounds okay. So that's that's the kind of starting point. Um, so most people have got a smartphone and those headphones. In terms of technology, probably the best um, application you can use to uh, start to record stuff is a program, an app called Anchor.fm. If you search on either of the app stores for Anchor FM, it's a free app. You install it. Uh, the great thing about it is you can record directly onto your phone. You can kind of edit and, and chop things out. You can also, it's got loads of smart things in it where you can in, um, put backing music on the introduction and the outro, things like that. You can drop in adverts and stuff. It's, it's very clever. Um, you don't need to get too complicated with the first one just I would advise you just to record some stuff so you've got your kind of notes about what you're going to talk about record a few things listen to them and then go from there Anchor FM will allow you to publish it and then you can also push that podcast out to Spotify and I believe Apple Podcasts so in a way you're, you're getting quite a big um, potential audience it doesn't just mean that because you're going to Spotify that you're going to get 10 million listeners um, because still nobody knows who you are so you still have to do a bunch of work to promote your podcast we'll get to that in a minute but in terms of getting started with the technology um, the easiest quickest and cheapest way to do it is smartphone inline headphones and anchor fm one point on the headphones don't use the buds the bluetooth buds because bluetooth can have a slight delay um, and you can get into some problems with the audio there so I'd recommend wired headphones into your phone. Anchor FM also works on your computer, so you can record stuff directly into your computer and then edit it if you find that a bit better on the computer rather than doing everything on your phone, which is probably a bit small and fiddly. But yeah, the, the process itself is pretty simple. So that's you know kind of stage one. Uh, the next level, uh, the next stage, if you, if you want to improve the production quality, is to invest in a better microphone. So because you're recording yourself the most important thing is the microphone here you can go into you know hundreds and thousands of pounds and dollars worth of investment if you want to but you don't really need to this podcast is recorded on a zoom uh, h2n which is a portable kind of audio recorder it looks like a, a kind of bit like a regular microphone with a little screw on attachment at the bottom you can hold or you can mount it to a stand it works with an sd card so you just put an SD card in it. and the great thing is it's mobile so I can go anywhere with batteries in it and, and re record whatever I like and then edit it back on the computer whenever I want to. You can also plug it into your Mac or your PC and use it as a, um, an audio interface microphone so you can record, you can also use it for you know, live um, video calls and stuff like Skype, all that kind of stuff. So that's quite good. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head how much it cost. I think it was something in the region of 100 and 50 euros or something like that I'll put a link in the show notes uh, to this microphone there are other options so if you're going to do if you're going to try and do a lot of recording uh, and you know, from your home or from your office you could buy a more permanent setup which is a, a microphone on let's say a boom arm that connects to your desk um, you can spend huge amounts of money on this the audio professionals will probably steer you in the region of something around two to three hundred pounds for a microphone plus all of the bits and pieces like the uh, the pop shield which is a little 
circle uh, plastic thing with a bit of nylon mesh over it to stop the pops and the hisses. Again, you know, the, the more you get into it, the more kind of little accessories and things you'll get to make it sound better. But well, level one is the inline headphones on a smartphone. Level two is something like the uh, H2N, um, which I find really practical because it's small, it's mobile. Um, you can also record multiple people with this. So uh, if you mount it on the little tripod and put it on the desk between two people, you can you can record a conversation through one microphone, which is quite handy. Yeah, and then the next level is is, is a more dedicated kind of condenser mic. But, you know, the options are endless there, and I'm not going to go into too much detail. This is about how to kind of get started. So once you've got your microphone, um, it, even with the H2N, the Zoom uh, mic that I have, uh, I've just plugged in my Apple headphones just so I can hear myself and I know that, you know, it sounds right. There are a bunch of things you need to understand with microphones. So if you're using just your kind of inline headphone microphones, Generally, the microphone should be hanging um, down near near your chin and it's a similar distance from your face. It doesn't really move when you move your head. Um, if you're holding a microphone, then obviously I can move uh, either side of the microphone or away from it and it gets quieter so you can hear that difference. So you have to learn microphone discipline and understand that the, the, the sound will get quieter or louder or um, go from, it'll pan either side. So that is one more thing to consider you know and it's there is quite a few items that you need to think about when you're doing this so understanding microphone discipline again doing some tests uh playing it back to yourself listening and learning it, it doesn't take long to understand how it sounds good so start with your, your headphones and your and your phone if you like the sound of that and it's uh it, it, the quality is good enough um then maybe look at investing in an h2n or similar um if you want to go even better in terms of quality, then you start looking at condenser mics. Now, I'll do another podcast hopefully, and I'll talk to uh, an expert on microphones and audio equipment, and we'll get some we'll get some kind of real world uh, recommendations for what you could invest in there. But that's a different podcast completely. So, once you've got your equipment, um, you've got your kind of target, you've got your um, show notes in terms of what you want to talk about then it's just a matter of starting the recording now first of all you need to start with um, a quiet place obviously i'm sitting in my home office uh, you've probably heard just now some church bells because there's a church just down the road i don't know if this microphone picked that up it probably did i leave that in there because for me it's realistic you know it, at the moment we're all in lockdown still so yeah it, it just adds to the fact that it's a, it's a realistic thing it's, i'm not sitting in a sterile studio anywhere i'm sitting in my home office um recording some audio finding a, a quiet place uh, as quiet as you can obviously during lockdown it might be a bit difficult if you're at home with your family and kids and things but again you know you can usually pick a time and a, and a place that's that's quiet enough um, again if you get one of these portable uh, microphones or you're using your phone and your headphones you can go in the garden or something you know um, you have to think about you know if you've got the sound of birds and lawnmowers and things going on just be considerate to you know, microphones pick all this stuff up, but do some tests, listen to it, see what you think. If it's acceptable to you, then you know it should be acceptable to your potential clients and customers. So, once you've got your location, have a good look around and think about um, are there any other noises in there or notifications that might distract you. So, obviously, make sure all the phones are turned off if you've got a landline 
make sure it's turned off or silenced if you've got mobile and set for a mobile phone you know make sure that's off make sure your computer notifications are turned off and disabled or whatever because you know anything pinging and it will just distract you and take away your flow likewise uh, is there anything that you're maybe not very conscious about that would make a noise like um, we've done some podcasts where you can hear a creaky chair where someone moves around I don't know if chair isn't very creaky but if I try and you know, twist on my chair you know there is a slight noise but um, it, you'd be surprised some people can have really squeaky chairs or a, or a kind of creaking desk or something and they, they, they hear it every day so often that they don't recognize it anymore so have a little listen to it that's me scratching my head as well you can probably hear that you see so you get used to things that you should and shouldn't do or, or at least be mindful of I quite like just as I said leaving stuff like this in because it's realistic so you have a good think about your environment sounds that can happen um, you know whether it's be your desk your chair devices once you've got all that kind of stuff down uh, and you're happy with it then as I said just start recording record some stuff you don't want to do long podcasts you don't want to be doing an hour um, I mean 30 minutes is a long podcast so I, I would aim for doing something you know 10 to 15 minutes you can edit out stuff later as well so you might you might start a sentence and then think actually I could say that in a different way that's better so you repeat it so yeah aim for a kind of finished product of around 10 to 15 minutes 10 15 20 minutes um, there's no rules on this but you generally don't want to be going over that kind of length um, not when you're starting out because it just the editing becomes a bit too much and you don't want to ramble so try and keep it as concise as you can once you've um, once you've actually recorded your you know your first session as i said if you're using anchor fm you can edit it in the phone it is pretty good but it's it's not as easy as doing it on a uh, computer there are just like microphones there are a bunch of different programs you can use to edit depending on how technical you are uh, you can use something like GarageBand in, in um, osx uh, there's Audacity, which is a free program for Windows. There's some fairly simple ones you can use just to kind of, you know, chop the audio up and cut bits out, you know, where you're going um, ah, and stuff like that, which I've said um quite a few times. It's just a natural response that I have when I'm recording. I nearly said um now. Um, <laughs> there you go. See, it's, it's, it's uh, instinctive. I don't know. No. Anyway, so there's a bunch of programs you can use to cut and uh, edit your audio. You can also pay someone else to do it. So, you know, you're, you're doing this as a business, so you should look at this as a kind of marketing sales activity. So if you can, get some help in to do it. Now, there are a bunch of people around that are available to do this type of stuff. So essentially, you just send over the, the audio file, the raw audio file, and ask them to go through and, you know, tighten it up, chop out the ums and the ahs and the, and the little mistakes or blips that, that you've made in it. And then they'll send you back a finished audio file. These people can also drop in the, uh, an introduction and an outro. For the first time you do it, just try and get something that sounds okay and then share it with friends and colleagues and, and see, where, see what they think and see what feedback you get. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, how you can get started in a very kind of primitive form. It might not sound as polished as a lot of companies would like, uh, but I always use the analogy of when people start blogging so if you if you can go and you, you know if your company already has a blog go back to the very first few blogs that they ever produced and guarantee you they were 
pretty much garbage you know they were just oh this is our first blog or you know here's a blog about apps on a phone or something you know I've seen some incredibly bad blogs so when it when people started blogging it, it wasn't wasn't great I'm not saying podcasting has to be the same but just to understand there's a there's a progression so the important thing here I think is to produce something and to get it out there so once you've got your recording finished either edited it yourself or you've given it to someone else um, again I'll, I'll share some links to people who can do editing and things for you uh, you can use Fiverr which is a good service where you, it's fairly cheap to get people to edit stuff so I'll share some links in the show notes for that as well once you've got that finished piece you can then share it with your colleagues um, friends and family get some feedback see what you think if you think it's good enough and they, and they agree and they think you know this is something you can publicly share then you can publish it straight onto your Anchor FM account. There are other places you can host your um, audio files. So just like YouTube, you know, YouTube is where you put your videos and then people can find them. Uh, you have podcast hosting services, which is where people can find podcasts. There are some free ones and there's some paid ones. Uh, Anchor FM is a good one to start off with if you're just doing one podcast. Um, you know, you, you wouldn't be starting to do several podcasts at once. That would be crazy. Uh, so I'd probably recommend Anchor FM. The next level up from that would be Buzzsprout, which I use and I use for some of my clients. There is a free plan for that, but your podcasts, I think, get archived after a certain amount of time. So if you want them to be there long term, which you obviously should, you need to pay something. And I think it's something like uh, 10 or $15 a month. Again, for a business expense, this is very little for, for what you get. That service, again, pushes your podcasts out to various different platforms as well. So it's really good in terms of you can you can build your listener base um, pretty quickly with that. So once you've got your uh, recording that you're happy with and you've got it on a hosting platform of either Anchor FM or Buzzsprout or something else, you, you can then share it and, and do other things with podcasts so number one you should be embedding it on your website all of these services have a, a fairly easy way to get some code and drop it onto your website and then that way any visitors to your website can listen to your podcast as well the way i like to do it is my businesses have a blog i would create a blog post embed the podcast in the, the top of the post and then have a transcript of everything you talked about below it so in a sense you're creating a blog post and you're getting that static text content which is good for your seo but you've also got the audio content that allows people to listen to it quickly they can download it and share it and all kinds of stuff that's the way i would do it now there is a ton of different ways that you can promote your podcast even further uh, obviously sharing it across all your different social media platforms and accounts where your content would be relevant to them and say look you know i've just recorded this this might be interesting that kind of thing you know a lot of manual reach reach out stuff would be good um you know maybe you've got a uh, sales prospect pipeline that you you communicate through uh, email or other channels then you could use this and, and use this as another driver to get them to get in contact with you or listen to you or engage with you even more so there are a bunch of different options but again that's not for this episode we've pretty much covered the very early stages of podcasting i think once you've got your first couple of episodes out there you can then look at the statistics how many people have listened to it and downloaded it 
and liked it you might have got some feedback comments as well which would be really good and then just keep developing your um, your kind of notes on topics and subjects you can talk about and and really trying to think about what would your audience want to listen to and what would be valuable to them and go from there so i hope you've enjoyed this and i hope it's uh giving you some inspiration to try and start a podcast even if you do a couple of sessions and they never see the light of day but you've you know you've gone through the process you've learned how to use the technology um, you've learned how to talk into a microphone uh, maybe you've learned to do a bit of editing these are all valuable skills and you know if anything you'll appreciate you know how much effort goes into it to make something slick and professional but you know if you do this i'm i'm sure you'll you'll get some reward from it and if you follow the steps that we've gone through you know you should have something that's pretty good and you should be proud of it and you should be able to share it and hopefully that will attract uh, some new customers or, or potential clients and and help grow your business Thank you.